welcome to the Skincare Academy's Acne and Aging to Glow podcast. I am your host, Hayley Barnes, clinical acne naturopath, nutritionist, herbal medicine practitioner, and educator. I went from having acne myself for over 10 years to studying naturopathic medicine and not only treating the cause of my acne, but hundreds of women's acne in clinical practice to now teaching skin therapists internationally how to treat the cause of their clients' acne in their skin clinics. On this podcast, you can expect to learn naturopathic acne treatments, internal skin support, science-based skin research, holistic skin fundamentals, and most importantly, how to become the leading acne skin health professional. I will also introduce you to the most influential industry professionals that I know along the way. Also, are you in my Facebook group? This is where I post tips, answer questions, and share my professional knowledge. This unique Facebook group is like no other, as each member is committed to treating the cause of acne internally in their skin clinic and becoming the best skin health professional they can be for their clients. These therapists are legit going to change how the skin beauty industry treats acne. And I'm so excited for you to join us. To find it, search Acne and Aging to Glow on Facebook or click on the direct link in the show notes below. Today, we have the amazing Simone from Derma Aesthetics. She is the co-founder of Derma Aesthetics and distributor of the amazing individualized professional range of skincare, Derma Vigils, which I absolutely love. And Simone, as the Derma Vigils co-founder, has created with her team a leading educational corneotherapy hub supporting her partner clinics and having education as the basis of her skincare company. And Simone has also helped establish the Australian Academy of Corneotherapy for skin therapists to engage, learn and support the client's natural barrier and really nourish their skin from the outside in. We would love to jump in and get started because we have so many juicy questions and Simone and I were just talking that this could go forever because this is a match made in heaven right now. So Simone, can you let us know the process of you becoming the co-founder of Derma Vigils and that Derma Vigils uh, start of the business and how it rolled out and really that individualized aspect of Derma Vigils? Sure. Well, thank you for that lovely welcome. And um, I know we probably will go on for a little bit today, but it's um, so exciting, as you said, in topics where we both align on. Um, I'll go back before um, myself as a co-founder and just sort of introduce you uh, quickly to Coco Dermavigils, who yes. is the manufacturer of um, Dermavigils, obviously. They're 20 years, 26 years strong in the world with over 52 countries that they uh, distribute to. And their main platform is doctors, dermatologists and compounding chemists, not the chemists that we see here in Australia. But when you go over to Europe, you will actually go in and have a Dermavigils prescription made after seeing a dermatologist. So it's slightly different. Wow. Now, 
when I was running my own clinics, I was stocking five different brands. And I did that because I was really interested in chemistry. And I always look for chemical ingredients that would change a cell and system. And it was really difficult to try and get that out of one brand. Um, and so when Dermavigil, when I came across Dermavigils, I kind of went, oh my God, this just makes sense. Like here is a product, and we'll talk about this a little bit later on, that I can compound, customize, use the ingredients I require on that day for that specific client. Um, and all of a sudden I went from five um, ranges within my clinic to just one. And this is before I really embarked with my business partner, Reka, um, to sending this out to other clinics because I had to make sure in my own clinic it could do what it said it could do yes. on paper. Its manual was huge. It had so much chemistry. It had so much anatomy and physiology running behind it. But I had to prove it myself, to myself, before I'd say go buy it. Because one thing that is, I think is really important in business, you've only, you're given one name. You can't change your name. And if you ruin it, um, it's hard to come back from that. So mm. I only um, work with, you know, quality things that we distribute that actually do work. So I'll fast forward a little bit. I picked um, five of my most difficult clients I'd been working with for many years in my clinic with skins that were very challenging. Um, as we know, pigmentation is one of the hardest things we can work with, especially living in Australia. Mm -hmm. um, I had a client who suffered just severely from neurodermatitis that I'd got her skin comfortable, but not all the way that I ended up doing with dermavigils. I worked with just your anti-aging. Um, I worked with a ceratic skin. Anyway, I picked these specific clients. Mm -hmm. I asked them to come off all their uh, products. I stopped them and I kitted them out with their dermavigils regime of what I I thought was going to be best for the skin. Remember, I just got this product. I hadn't had any proper formal training at this stage and I was just mixing the chemistry to cells and systems that were failing. Within, I said to my business partner, I said, look, give me 12 weeks um, and let's see what this product can do. By the six to eight week mark, I rang her and I said, look at these photos. I sent them over. Look at these photos. Oh, my God, this is incredible. And I had the best of the best in my clinics. And what I was able to do with skin, with this, this chemistry, was insane. I rang the beautiful Rebecca Miller um, from out at Park. She owned La Bella then. She doesn't now. Um, and she was our very first client. And she said, Simone, whatever you're doing, I'm on board. You don't even have to try and sell it to me. I, I will just do it. So um, that's how our distributorship started. Um, so, uh, And then I continued to run my salons for four years in tandem as we started to get Dermavigils or Derma Aesthetics, our company, off the ground. Uh, one, because you've got no money when you start up a distributorship. It's very hard. So I had to keep food on the table. But it allowed me to keep my hands in and allowed me to continue to work in clinic. So I understood all the small nuances with the product and how it worked and how I could flip certain ingredients to get certain results. So then I could write a comprehensive manual for our clinics and continue to grow that education platform. So... It was really, and the other thing that's really interesting, and it was an amazing decision at the time, I wanted it for the beauty industry. Yeah. I didn't want to follow what Dr. Lautenschlager or the, the owner of Coco Dermavigils had done with the distribution of chemists, doctors and dermatologists. I thought... We have thinking therapists in our country because we distribute to both Australia and New Zealand, remembering that we're over in New Zealand as well. And we don't always get um, put up there on the education status that you are, you know, you're just a beauty therapist. I, I, I just 
didn't I, it didn't sit well with me that you know oh you're just a beauty therapist so I thought I can bridge the gap here between the dermatology and cosmetic medicine um, work in tandem with dermatologists and doctors and um, work with derma medicine so I, I we have the ingredients we have the delivery system all as we had to do was get the knowledge of cells and systems to the beauty therapy world and bring them up as budding corneotherapists. And we'll talk about corneotherapy a little bit later. So I'm really glad we placed Dermavisuals in this platform in our countries um, because it's it's really raised the standards of education and filling a gap that was definitely, definitely sitting there. So yeah, that's the short story of how it came about. Wow, how beautiful and really inspiring for, you know, everyone listening to see that goal and not only, you know, wanting to help others in the industry, uh, but yourself really backing yourself and going, I can do this and, you know, and you you are and you have. Um, And so before you had your own clinic, someone once you left school, I'm just interested, what were, were you, were you, were you going straight into the skin and beauty industry or were you, <laughs> you've got oh, such a big okay. focus on education. I was like, is your mum a school teacher? <laughs> just one, just one moment. <laughs> I, that wasn't in our notes. We weren't going to talk about that. <laughs> um, and, and I absolutely don't mind talking about it because I think we can all come from all works of life. When I've been up educating, you know, in front of 100, 200 people, you know, people will come up, doctors or derms will come up and say, oh, you know, where did you study? What's your PhD? You know, you know, it's just no. really incredible. Are, are you a nursing background? Okay, so here's the real thing. I failed everything at school. I was absolutely brilliant at every sport there was, state level yes. of everything and nationals. Um, couldn't sit still at school, severe ADD. And I left before I really matriculated at school. I didn't even finish year 10. Um, and I just had no interest at school. I went hairdressing. Um, oh, after wow. that, dermatology, really bad dermatitis, uh, contact dermatitis. I wish I knew dermavigils back then. I may stay the hairdresser. Um, went into secretarial college, then started to start a family myself. I've got two beautiful, well, my, my daughter's 33, my son's 31 now had my children and I moved to Albury for a year with my um, son um, for tennis and that year I thought I've got to fill this year up what am I going to do and I thought oh I love getting facial I actually tried to get into nursing to tell you the truth but Charles Sturt was booked out so I thought I love getting facials I'm going to go and study beauty therapy and just do a year of that and fill my year in that I needed to be out of town for so I did that and um, I was 37 at the stage when I uh, did my year diploma of beauty and um, I just found my calling. I, I had already started selling products to the students in my class because <laughs> I'd gone and went and did a dermatology <laughs> course. I did the the full badges on my weekends and weeknights down in Melbourne and come back to Aubrey. So I'd, I was already doubling down on study. I just found my place. Um, I was reading books back to front and front to back where at school I would never read a book. Um, you know, it was just, I just found my place. So studied very, very late and then have not stopped since. Um, I came out of college and some listeners may agree or disagree to this. I sat down behind a bed the first time on my little, you know, therapy stool, had a client in front of me and popped my hands on their face. And my boss at that time said, I'll line up the products. This is what you're going to use. So I wasn't familiar with the products when I came out of college. It was a new set of products. 
And I'm sitting there questioning in my brain, right? What's in this cleanser? I know she's given it to me. And then why am I using this serum? What's it? And these questions are going around in my head. I'm thinking, I just don't know enough. I feel like a fake. Yes, I've done this 12 months of study, but I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Um, I know the movements, but what, what's that chemistry doing to the skin? And because this was bubbling around the whole time, it just led me down a path to go, I have to know more um, mm. to be able to be good at this job um so or at this calling I only lasted in that clinic for six weeks I was blessed to be there that I learned a lot um but I it just wasn't for me I had to be able to study harder have my own products because once I started to learn some ingredients in these products it didn't sit well with me um so I thought the only way to do this is actually go and open up my own I opened up a home business. Both of my businesses were home businesses, extremely successful. I was a top seller for one product in New South Wales from a home business. Um, so um, both startups, both of my entrepreneurial startups were one was in Albury. I went back to my home roots and started a clinic there. And one was on Sydney's beaches. So, um, yeah, I didn't study <laughs> until I was 37. And, um, yeah, that's what's got me to where I am now. And that's so beautiful because so many people are listening and they go, oh, I want to be a cornea therapist. I want to study. I want to learn more, but you know, I've left it too late or what, how can I, yes, no, you can, you can learn it all. And like, I feel the same because, you know, when I started, I just couldn't stop. You know, I started as an osteopath and I was like, this is too manual. I love the holistic aspect of it. And I love the philosophy and the osteopathic medicine years ago lots of naturopaths were osteopaths but I wanted to go biomolecule I wanted to know chemistry I wanted to know how the cells work I wanted to know what's actually in the body you know so I can really once you find it and then it's just like amazing lifelong learning you get me you get me I, I'll just give you a funny one I yeah. had um Barrett Hill, um, amazing. She was one of my amazing mentors. And she was the person that knocked Raker and I on the shoulder and said, hey, there's this product Dermavigils and it mimics the skin. It has a delivery system. And when she was writing her cosmetic chemistry book, her second book, she like found this, this particular website. And she said, if this is what it says it is, this is going to be amazing. And then once I got the manual and went over to Germany and had a, had a chat with the chemists and the doctors and everyone behind it, I said to Reka, when we bring this back to Australia and get this in English and start working with it the way I can envision it should be worked, this will be like what the iPad was to Apple or the iPhone to Apple. It's just going to be revolutionary. And back 15 years ago, no one even knew the word corneotherapy. No one was talking, you know, respect the three lines of skin barrier defense. Think about the microbiome. Don't strip. Don't take. Get the skin back into homeostasis. We were all peeling. Dermabrasion was on every beauty magazine you could see. And I had to knock on doors one by one to get products in to say, hey, this is Dermavigils and this is a whole different way of working with the skin, no longer against it. And it took five years for people to even start to think, oh, yeah, maybe that's a way. And then we started to get a name. But now look at the industry. We've been followed. Everyone's talking about restore, replenish, rebarrier, even if they may not have the chemistry that's doing it, mm -hmm. they're marketing it. So you know, we, we Dermavigils is years ahead of its time um, and will is sustainable. We'll talk about sustainability for skincare, but it's sustainable in the sense that you it just is a way of treating the skin that the skin loves and it brings it back to its balance. Like when you were a child, it functions and then you've got a happy homeostatic skin. 
winning like mm. yes Definitely. yeah and the whole information you know obviously you have that internal external you know combination when you have that and you know you can see your skin when someone's happy as well. You know, the whites of their eyes, you know, you can do all these things, but, you know, that's not going to make you healthy on the inside as well. So when no. you feel and you look and you know that this is working and you believe it, then it works. Absolutely. And I always, my mum taught me this one. And whenever I'm educating, I always talk to the students with this um, or um, our peers. I'll say, when someone shows you a product or has a philosophy or has a modality that you're looking at or anything in life, it could be out of our industry. If your head, your heart and your gut all feel really comfortable, it probably is right for you. But if one of those is screaming out and not feeling in alignment, keep asking more questions respectfully, keep studying, keep delving until everything aligns and then you know that that human or that dog or that modality or product is for you so I always say that's just so important to listen to those three parts of your body when you're making any decision and that's for the consumer as well when I'm consulting again we're going to talk about this later I'll also give that analogy to the clients don't buy into this unless everything is aligning with you because we need their commitment but um I'd love to have a chat to you about the individualization of formulating for client skins, um, if that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you do that, don't you? Like, Yes. Yeah, that's all we do. And that's the foundation of naturopathic medicine. And I had some fa- fantastic herbalists and um, registered nurses that were naturopaths that were working in hospitals in Germany and able to use, you know, St. Mary's thistle and liver transplants and, and all these types of things that they're still using in Germany. So you know, bringing that back to Australia and, you know, we've come so far, but we are still finding our feet in the industry and, you know, Germany is still, you know, European standard is still so far ahead. So it's such an amazing thing to have a, not only a range, but an educational backing to it that we can uh, expand and not only that, but individualize the products. And I'm kind of, haven't I've missed some things but I'd love you to talk about acne specifically with dermavigils and you know acne clients coming in and obviously there's a lot of different things happening and I'm coming from a specialist being internal and you're external um mm-hmm. you know so I would love you to just have a chat have a yarn about that with dermavigils for acne clients Sure, sure. And um, you just two things you touched on there. <clears throat> One is the synergy of what you do and what I do. Yes. Um, it's, it's so important and we'll, yes. we'll go into that. And the other is you just said, um, and a lot of people don't recognize that, the standards of the um, European decree of cosmetic chemistry is so far beyond what Australia and New Zealand and America are working with. There's products banned in the EU that we're still happily putting into formulations in our country that are known irritants, but but we can formulate here with, but you definitely can't get them out of Europe. So I rest assured when we're bringing dermavigils in that you are at the top of the top of the ingredients list. So yeah, wow! You just t- I, you and I are just going to be able to talk forever today. Yes, <laughs> okay, so let's we are. talk about combat pounding and um, you know, the formulations. Look, to me, doesn't it just make sense? No one's skin is actually the same, like our fingerprints. No one no is. One's got no, you know, one is the same. <laughs> now, even if it's your mother, your sister, your brother, and they're so genetically, your DNA is so similar, your skin is not. 
Um, and I always say, you know, you maybe you and your mum have lipid dry skin during, due to genetics, but mum may have vascular issues and you may have pigmentation issues. So you might be using the same base cream that is going to be for a lipid dry skin, but I would be compounding for mum with vasoconstrictors and anti-inflammatories, and then I would be doing tyrosinase inhibitors um, and um, uh, working with post-inflammatory pigmentation in your cream. So do you get what I mean there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah that's so, and then we think about seasonal changes, hormones changes um, and then even when we look at acne oh my goodness there are so many grades and causes and clinical indicators that we need to differentiate in our consultation then work on the chemistry that's required for those clinical indications to help with the client's journey for their ever-changing skin conditions in these formulations and acne where you start out could be one type. And then as it starts to move and change over the months, your formulations have to as well, because you'll be addressing different things as you start to work through that client's skin's con uh, is, concerns and what's presenting. Sorry, which is amazing because when you look at acne internally and you're going through, you're starting with the gut health and you're really going from the gut health to the hormones and then you're going from hormones to the liver. You're not wanting to do a lot of liver work if you haven't got the gut right because where's all the detoxification going to go? So there's so many different skin purging stages of acne and that's exactly what you're saying about, you know, with really customizing that individualized skincare acne client and, and meeting them where they're at through their healing process. Yeah. So it, if we look, well, basically when we look at acne, it, it is first and foremost, and as a corneotherapist, we look at an impaired skin barrier. Mm -hmm. So if the barrier is impaired, there is no sense working on any other facet of the integumentary system until you get that barrier sorted out. And a good corneotherapist will have a solid understanding and a foundation of the cells and systems that may, are made up to um, make and repair a competent skin barrier. And we do that all in our education model, um, uh, mod sorry, modules. Yeah. Now, and in, when we look at it, and this, you know, let's make this a little bit educational. An impaired skin barrier uh, defense will have imbalances such as um, an increased surface pH being more alkaline than acidic, um, which is allergen priming. Um, it's a compromised microbiome because that makes up pus, um, our microbiome makes up part of our um, acid mantle and part of our um, protective barrier. So loss of diversity or a more pathogenic microbiome that's going to migrate and just you know cause too much trouble to um within you know the stratum corneum then we can also have uh, keratinocytes um sensing these microorganisms with their toll-like receptors and sending messages down amplifying inflammation with the antimicrobial peptides then um, we can look at then, of course, the adaptive and the innate immune system being sort of switched on hollow inflammation. Incomplete corneocyte compaction um, is going to cause an impaired acid mantle, which will lead to then fast T wall or transepidermal water loss, which then brings its own set of complications, um, being incomplete desquamation because we don't have the water there for the enzyme activity to break down um, the corneodesmosome. So we're, we're not shedding and we're then having corneocyte um, compaction and pilosebaceous compaction leading to the starts of our issues with acne. The client skin probably will feel tight, dry, flaky, itchy, burny, uncomfortable, um, of course, congested, erythemic. All of these things are presenting all 
due to the fact of the starting factor of an impaired acid mantle. And by the time a client comes to you saying, please help me, there's something really wrong with my skin, they have generally been on the proactives, the benzos, the, the you know, the stripping, the, the vinegar washes at home, you name it. I've heard of everything when people come in, what they've done to their skin. So we restore the acid mantle is the very first step. We then work by turning off the inflammatory processes within the epidermis, allowing that permeability barrier to start reforming and improving that antimicrobial defences, thus decreasing the penetration of allergens and pathogens getting in. Can you see how we're starting to build a competent roof here? And then we increase the surface pH and then um, the skin barrier defences start to really form and then we can start to think about other cells and systems that are failing, that are deeper down, that we can then start treating. Do you fumble with your words when explaining internal causes of acne? Would you like my exact explanation script paired with a physical flashcard you can print, hold in your hands and laminate to explain to your clients how their acne is connected to their gut health, their hormones. Plus, you will also receive 10 mini training lessons explaining each 10 of the flashcards in my acne flashcard program. I know how insanely beneficial this introductory program has been for skin therapists from all the feedback that I have received, which is the reason why I am gifting you 50% off. If you DM me the word internal, I-N-T-E-R-N-A-L, on Instagram, I will automatically send you the link for you to receive 50% off. You know, we can look at then hormonal-mediated acne. It's amplified as the acid mental defences are no longer in homeostasis. We obviously have hormonal issues coming from within. Um, and, you know, together with those put together, we, we need to work with someone like you to look at the inside out and the outside in. It can't be just a one, one step and think you can do it all because you just can't. Mm. Yeah, perfect. That was beautiful, Simone. And, you know, talking about that impaired barrier initially, like why did they have acne? Why do they have acne to start with? That's a beautiful healing process that you've talked that you've talked about but like I talk to my clients finding the root cause of their acne initially is everything and there it, it is a holistic um, approach that you need to have internally and externally to really get that long-term effect for the, the client you know acne with pus the the immune system is is triggered you know that's a lot of inflammation and a lot of energy for the skin let's get echinacea let's support the immune system let's get the vitamin c let's get these types of things working and really have that internal external approach so that was beautiful and definitely hit the nail on the head and that brings me into my next question which you've already kind of talked about is you know the role of a naturopath you know and when have you educated your partner clinics or talked to them about you mentioned hormonal acne about getting a naturopath involved and you know can you talk to that a little bit in in regards to how you talk to your you know partner clinics and therapists that are talking to you? 
Yeah, sure. Um, so sitting down in the initial consultation, I bring to the table everyone who may be in, involved, and let's say I'm, I'm consulting you, everyone that may be involved in your treatment plan. Um, and I say, it takes a tribe to be able to do something. We all know that saying, and you've got to find your right tribe. So I'm talking to the clinicians out there now. Make sure you connect with somebody who, again, goes with your head, your heart, and your gut, and you feel like you have a great alignment, which you and I have from the get-go we've only sort of started chatting this morning for the first time and you can yeah. just feel that the line so they're the sort of people you want to surround yourself with and then it's really important before you even start referring on to take a coffee to get on a zoom call and talk about each other's businesses to really make sure you are aligned and you both understand where you're each coming from mm -hmm. that way there is no mixed messages when you cross um, refer your client over to your naturopathist, over to your dermatologist, or letting your doctor know what you're up to. I work with an amazing team around me um, and need to lean on all of them at some times for some clients and just a couple for others. So we're all connected. We all should be connected. And um, the first thing is getting to know the people you're going to refer on to. So I'll go back to consultation. So if I'm consultating you, I will say, this is the journey we're going to go on with your skin. We'll work out all the causes and factors. But let me, I'm let, just letting you know that we may not be doing this alone. We have to look at the internal factors of gut health, leaky gut, whether it be um, lack of zinc that's internally, you know, whatever essential fatty acids. So I have someone we'll be working with to get that addressed from the inside because your skin on the outside is only looking great by what it's being fed. And that is a whole nother specialty of which is not me. And then I'll say, and what I also what is being absorbed, not only being fed, you know, so many clients are eating pristine diets and still have cystic acne, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And then I'll just also get my other touch point. If we need to go down that track, my beautiful GP, who I work very closely with, has another set of tools that we may need to lean on, whether that is a short course of antibiotics, whether that ends up being Roaccutane, and I'm not scared of Roaccutane. There are places in life where it does need to be used. But then as a corneotherapist, we need to work out how we're going to support the skin when the sebaceous glands are literally being shut off. So, um, but I say, don't panic. That's not where we're heading. Um, but I'm just letting you know all of these different things I can reach out to with you to help guide you on this journey. Mm -hmm. When I'm talking about really severe acne, I'll always say, give, give me at least 18 months to two years to get this skin in order. So you know what I do in that with those words? I no longer have a client knocking on my door at six weeks going, this product didn't work. Oh my goodness, I, my skin is not fixed. Because clients tend to make up a story that when they invest, um, you know, four, five, six hundred dollars in a skincare regime and some internal supplements that, hey, this should be fixed in four weeks, eight weeks. I don't know how they get this number in their head, but it's generally around that time you get the calls. I say, so how long always, have you had acne? <laughs> <laughs> or how long, my good one is um, rather than asking someone's age I say how long have you been in your skin that's my lovely question I always use and they'll go oh oh you know 25 years go great okay let's give me two to get this back to a healthy um, you know skin that's functioning that you feel comfortable in um, I've forgotten the question what are we talking about so I forgot the question as well but that was fantastic like you know I think uh <laughs> Really setting up that expectation in the initial appointment and having that interpersonal professional relationship with other skin health professionals to come up with that 
you know, treatment yeah. plan for well, the individual. One more tip here. Um, I'm working a lot on what I've called derma med. So derma medical, derma vigils medical. And I'm doing a lot with um, Epidex skin cancer treatments, post-wound healing, um, severe acne. And in my local town, um, I live in Aubrey-Wodonga, I'm working with a whole centre of doctors there. Um, my GP was first and I went in and told her and took her through some things and actually helped her skin through an Epidex treatment. And then she gave me space to go in to talk to the other nine doctors where I did an hour of presenting on what corneotherapy is, skin barrier disorders, you know, blah, blah, blah. She refers to me now before the dermatologist in town. So when you get a relationship and you can prove you know what you're doing and you sit and take some really solid meetings with some Everyone has a GP. Talk to your GP. Let them know what you're doing. Um, learn your stuff and then start to build that rapport. And then when their patients are coming to you and going back after treatment with you to their doctor and saying, oh, my God, look what's happened. The referrals just keep coming. Um, and, um, you know, it's it's just and then, you know, being mindful that once I've treated a patient of a doctor's, I will then write a formal letter um, going back on my letterhead to say this is the treatment course. We still may, may need to look at X, Y and Z being prescribed by you, but give me six weeks and I'll revert back. So I keep the communication going all the time. So the doctor knows what I'm doing and our therapists always say in training, you know, it's really hard. Doctors don't listen. Um, I think we've got to break down those walls. I know I've done it. I have an amazing referral system in the medical field and I'm well trusted. It just takes time and patience and persistence. Yeah. And, you know, voicing, you know, I, the same with the naturopath and, you know, I, people won't need to go on Roaccutane after they come see me. Um, I think coming, I went on Roaccutane myself before I knew what I knew. And then I did a full 180. And that full naturopathic approach of if you do what I tell you to do and what works best for you and your individualized body and we work out the root cause of your acne, then let's walk that path together. And I can guarantee you won't need Roaccutane um, because Roaccutane at the end of the day doesn't treat the cause of the internal acne. Um, no. So we still, you know, people can do whatever they like. I'm not going to tell people what to do, but they need to know all of the options of internal support and how the acne actually got there in the first place. Because you can grow Accutane and you can still have intestinal permeability issues and end up with, you know, high liver okay. enzymes because the Roaccutane being stored in the liver and all types of things like that. So from, I, I agree, we're having that connection, having that chat, really speaking up. And the way I see it, Simone, and I don't know if you agree, I like to see my skin therapist, dermal clinicians, I like to see them as the primary healthcare practitioner. I don't like to see the GP, the dermatologist, even the naturopath. I say they're not my clients. I refer and I work with the skin therapist who referred the client to me. With the client's consent, we share treatment plans and prescriptions together. So it's really bringing back, I don't want to use the word power, but that where you as the skin therapist can sit there and see you're literally the person closest to their face and you know they're children's graduation you know you, you know you know everything um yeah. so we really need to harness that and use that if if you're a skin therapist then you have got so much control and you know have a beautiful uh place in that person's life to walk that journey with them and like someone said be that gatekeeper and you know grow your um referral list and really support that person you know in a um interpersonal professional way 
a hundred a hundred percent absolutely for sure yes I yes. totally agree yes. without a doubt Awesome. My next question is, and I get asked this a lot, I have a lot of skin therapists coming to me, should I go back to uni? Should I start a, study a Bachelor of Health, Nutrition, Naturopathy, but I really just want to do aesthetics, like I don't want to learn all the prostate and, you know, all of this type of stuff or other other chronic diseases and I really just want to do skin um should I go study you know my dermal science degree should I go study you know I love for you to talk to this because I know what I say to to people who ask me that question but I'd love for you to to talk to that because you've got this beautiful educational platform there really niche to this wonderful industry that we're in so I'd love for you to talk to the therapists that ask those questions and that are wondering where they go with their education sure ah uh, look this well derma visuals or derma aesthetics is founded on education because without it it's, it's just my passion and without it you cannot be an exceptional therapist you can have the best chemistry in the world in your clinic but if you don't know what to do with it and how to what cells and systems you're looking at that are failing you can't bring the two together so this is my jam um so and i always feel that everyone that is listening you will find your own journey for your yes. skin education and again that those educators that sit right with you I also say see as many different educators you as you can and question respectfully because I've sometimes sat in classes and I thought well, it's not quite sitting right with what I'm just being taught there so I'll do some self-study and then send off an email and say respectfully I just didn't quite understand that we might be talking the same language um, but can I ask you this question? Because sometimes as an educator, I am one myself, we don't always get it perfectly right or education has developed, changed and maybe the education platform you're listening to or working with has not kept up with the times. Um, so there's a few little tips just sitting there. But first of all, I believe it's really important that you work out what kind of therapist you want to be. And it's okay to change specialties um, because um, we we re really want to know, do we want to truly focus on skin? Because that is what I call a specialty. Or is it massage, nails and waxing? Is that your jam? Don't try and be a skin therapist if you really don't do it and you want to specialize in brows, but maybe your boss is pushing you towards skin. I think you've got to have this innate thing that you want to really start studying um and you really want to do skin now if skin is your thing study 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 and you know what do a bit more study um and there are so many pathways that you can find um to obtain this education you know my story I didn't finish school I didn't go to uni I didn't just my diploma in back end of a country town um in Albury Wodonga and then I started to study. So when you finished your year of doing your diploma um, or even Cert 4, it doesn't mean you're ready to go. That just means you've just opened a window. You haven't even opened a door yet to what you're going to know. Um, and I don't believe there's one specific way that you should gain your knowledge. I think if you've got tunnel vision and you think I'll just jump on one person's website or one class from one lecturer, you're missing out on what other people have to give you. And every educator gives you knowledge in a different way sometimes educator a and educator b will be saying exactly the same thing but the penny drops with the other person because of the way they analogize it or they just speak well with your listening mm -hmm. so um, that's really important too to see different educators now to, to be an exceptional therapist now at dermavigils we focus on 
education, as I said. Mm. Our delivery goes beyond product knowledge. And I made sure of that because there's no sense, because, you know, I used to work with five ranges. You'd go into training and you'd learn this is your cleanser, this is your tonic, this is what's in it, this is when you apply it, and this is how you apply it. I went, no way. I am changing the face of education as a distributor and made many different platforms for our education. But the first thing we focus on is not products. And we'll do a, nearly a day, uh, no, it's it's nearly the full day, and we haven't even looked at a product. And students will be going, but when do we do the product knowledge? <laughs> and it's like, first, we have to understand the integumentary system and what is failing and what is working for you to understand how you're going to get the results with the chemistry you're about to learn tomorrow. <laughs> so the first day is all about that. We also give like face-to-face, -face. we've got specialist classes. So then if you want to do purely on skin barrier disorders, or maybe it may be, um, you know, the pigmentation story, melanogenesis, we do then specialty classes, which are add-ons. We've got a world-class learning management system, which I think you just said you've started to jump around in. Yeah. Um, as I said, I'm the expert internal, external. I've found Dermavigils and I've loved it. I've fallen in love. So I'm even on there playing around and I have been amazed with what I've seen so far. And that's the reason why I've got someone on today because that education is the key to not only uh, your client success, but your success long-term. Like this is segueing a bit, but you look at life and what makes you tick and what legacy do you want to leave? And, you know, that old school mentality of getting in the caravan and retiring and all of that is really phased out. So we are, you know, having babies older, we are working longer, we are healthier longer. We want to enjoy what we do and we want to do it forever. Well, I do. Um, so if you can really, you don't, you don't lose if you invest in your education first. And like someone said, it oh. is, it is exciting nerding out on new things. It sounds silly, but it is exciting because you can touch it. You can see results on people's face and they tell you that their life is changing. And that is the best thing in life to do. You know. And do you not agree that you find a tribe of humans as well that you just connect with, like you and I today? Um, you know, I've got the beautiful Leah Treboko, I've got um, uh, Robin McAlpine, Rebecca Miller. Like, I find these tribe of people that you just hang out with and you go, oh, my God, we're just skin nerds together and we all push each other to be better and to know more and to work out solutions for the betterment of the industry and the clients. So that's another cool thing that I've found as you start to expand within the industry, finding your tribe of people. And, you know, being like you look at doctors and they've got APRA regulations that they need to go by and follow and, you know, that's for their reasons. But you look at our industry, we can really make uh, our own way and we, we can set our own standards into how we want to roll out an initial appointment, how we like someone was sending, saying, having that 15 to 24 months of, of uh, treatment and really setting the standards and ourselves in this industry. Um, so I love that in my industry, naturopathic medicine to go, I can really do what I want here and intuitively use my experience and really work with that individual because like, you know, having that individualized consultation is based by that education. You've got to use your gut, like you were saying as well. And, you know, to really pick that right uh, formulation for that person because you know them. Not, we, we, I yes. didn't take the initial consult. You may have. You know them better and than me. Listened, so you've listened to them. You've listened to yes. what they've had to say. 
rather than just looking, you've listened and you, you learn so much from your clients. When you're consulting, you learn more from them, I think, than that you end up giving to them. So it's really important to listen. The other thing we do have in our learning management system, our online portal, is a non-product line. So there's no demo visuals in there. It doesn't matter what product line you are using. I have worked and worked and worked with a beautiful um, head of education, uh, Lisa, um, and uh, it's the... Hey, Lisa, if you're listening... <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually had dinner with her last night here in Florence because I didn't meet, oh I didn't back wait, but I'm sitting over in Italy at the moment on my holiday and um, Lisa and I had dinner in Florence together last night. So we're heading for more education. We're meeting up in Spain next week for the, um, I think it's the 10th uh, International uh, Symposium of Corneotherapy where we've got five intense days of education and amazing speakers from around the world. So yes, I am still over here gathering information. Um, but I'll, I'll go back to this. We're, yes. Our online portal has the Academy of Corneotherapy, the Australasian Academy, non-product aligned, and you can get in there and delve into our brains and you'll do module after module after module that you can apply to your product that you are using in your clinic. And you can't move on to the next module until you've got a very solid understanding. You do a small online exam and that will unlock the next portal to keep moving through and do your journey. It is the best place to start, um, you know, for that heavy foundation that we need to know and it's there for you online. And we've got a short introduction, um, one that is absolutely free on what is corneotherapy. So if you're listening and thinking, what's this word corneotherapy? What's this stuff they're going on about? You can jump online to dermvigils.com.au and you can do a free class and learn what is it. So, yeah. And like I said at the start, I didn't finish school. I found my way into this industry at 37 and, um, you know, I can lecture now or have a podcast and talk about everything that's going on. And it's only from just being curious and constantly wanting to align myself with people like yourself and um, be over here in Europe. And this is my oh, ten, nearly uh, 10th symposium. And um, I traveled to Turkey last year and went and worked with Dr. Aust Matisse and did lectures with him. Seeing that, I brought him out to Australia. As you know, he's just been in Australia and we got him in front of, you know, over 250 people um, delivering that education. You if you're thirsty, you can find things to drink in the education realm here. It's amazing. And it's exciting. It's a buzz. You know, I, know. I don't know how okay. many other industries are so like, I mean, passionate and you're ready to go and they're go-getters and we want more and we you know like own up if that didn't work okay what can we do who can we work with what let's let's get the best results for our clients or what know? more do I need to learn to yes. be able to do the next step open-minded um, ever a change ever evolving ever changing as research as the everything changes and that's what I love it's always changing <laughs> as it is. research and comes out Sorry, go. No, no, you go. The, the, sorry, the other thing I was thinking, you know, you, you're sitting there, you could have all this education, but do you have the chemistry that can make the external change? Um, you can have the knowledge, but you have to have the chemistry that can actually do the job you're asking the skin to do. So that's really important too. And that's where I'm saying the head, heart and gut has to get, you know, very well aligned because you can have all the knowledge, but not have the tools. And then the other people can have the tools, but haven't got the knowledge and can't put two and two together. It's like giving a Formula One race car driver, um, you know, a Daihatsu charade. They're not going to win a race or giving me a Formula One car and I'm not going to win a race. Can you see that analogy? You've, yes. you've got to have both the product and the skill.
Thank you for listening and I invite you to check out my Instagram. Let me know what resonated with you from this episode. And if you have any questions, you can find me at skincare underscore academy underscore. And I'm really looking forward to chatting with you, meeting you, and I hope you have the most amazing day and I cannot wait to see you again.